0: Welcome back to another episode of uh, the Socialist Barista Podcast. Uh, in this episode, we're covering some news and some brews, and guess what? We're talking one-star reviews. The one-star reviewer, Parker Milliken himself, is going to take us on an adventure, a journey, a quest, if you will, if you're that type. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a heck of a time. Uh, we're also gonna be shouting out, like we uh, they mentioned in the last episode. Uh, shouting out a review that we got on the last episode, specifically uh, a review like on the podcast. Uh, and if you want a chance to have your review read uh, on the pod, uh, leave us a review like right now. Unless unless you're driving, but as you're coming up to that stoplight or that faraway stop that you usually go to every time you're on your way to work, as you're stopped there, just hurry up or grab it now. Grab the phone. Hurry. Hurry. Hit the hit the last Do star. It. Fill fill all the stars up, and then. Type, type as fast as you can. Type the most loving, most beautiful, most heartfelt message you've ever written in, like Mother's Day level stuff, but in review form. That's what I say. That's how. That's what I'm feeling. I don't know about you guys.
1: Preferably with five stars.
0: <laughs> unless unless you give your mother one star review. Uh, and lots of speak, kind words, please. Speaking of one star review, mothers, you know what really grinds my burrs, guys. Oh, man. Oh, no. We'll what gr- we'll grinds your burrs? I, I, I'm kidding. It has nothing to do with mothers. <laughs> um, guys, I'm going to be honest, man. This, it's happened recently, and I got to say it. Look. And some people listening are about to feel the heavy weight on their heart, which is called conviction. And it's okay to admit to it. But it grinds my burrs when another barista rearranges the bar to what they like for their shift. And doesn't put it back to the normal way that the bar is like, why Ooh. do you got to put the syrups in a different place? Why you got to move the saucers and the to go cups somewhere else? Just look, I know it's not your way, but like you just, you know, if you have a problem with the flow, take it up with the, you know, the higher ups or something. Cause it's like,
1: That's a we're big all no-no. trying
0: to, we're all trying to exist in the same bar space. And sometimes, you know, hey, I get it. When you forget to throw that puck out after it's been sitting there for five minutes because you didn't think to finish your drink and put your puck away, I've been there. You know, where you don't sweep off the grounds off the tamp stand, I get it. Hey, That's we've okay. all been there. <laughs> but when you start rearranging the bar for your liking and then just being like, oh, you're about to come on shift and you think if I leave it the way I had it, maybe everyone else will like it. I have news for you. I'm going to happily put it back the way it was originally and not even think about how what you were doing was a good idea. It's not even going to cross my mind. Not it sounds it.
1: like you're not going to put it happily back together.
0: Yeah, I would Oh, say so. I will say, with joy, I'll put it back together <laughs> knowing that I have not been beaten and, and conformed. Because I'm a hipster to the heart. No, I'm
2: <laughs> 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 No, I can't stand it. Uh, Nick, what grinds your burst? Oh, Oh, man. Come now, on. as much as I, I would love to complain about my fellow baristas, this one is for the Custies. If, if you are listening, I get it. You want to make small talk. You want to ask about my life. But sometimes you're a little too much. And it, honestly, a little intrusive how much you're asking about my personal life. And I'm too nice to brush you off. Boundaries, people. Boundaries.
0: Boundaries are important. It's tough to know when you've when you're when you're able to be that close, like when you're allowed.
2: I know, and like, I, this isn't about my regulars that are coming in every day. You get to know them, sure. One yep. tourist comes in. I've I can swear I'm only gonna have one five minute interaction with you for our entire lives. I will never see you again. And you want to know my whole life backstory? I'm sorry, it's not worth it. <laughs> I don't want to tell you everything.
1: Those are the people that have read the. Um like how to win friends and influence people book and they're like i have gotta go in here i'm just gonna try i'm gonna try, try it on out. the barista i'm just gonna go in here and i'm gonna i'm gonna try, try this method you know and know. but it's just too much
2: and also if i've got a lineup of drinks to make i'm sorry i'm not taking the time to have a full conversation with you <laughs> it's too tough yeah i can't do well, it
1: guys you know what really grinds my burrs
0: i don't know tell what? tell me
1: is, you know, I was thinking about this because we're getting back into the swing of having Custies in the cafe and things, but when people watch videos in the cafe with no headphones on, even quietly, just sitting there, (laughs) like, watching some YouTube commentary on, like, why Star Wars 3 is better than Star Wars 4, whatever they're watching, like, I just, I cannot get with that. It's just very intrusive to everyone's space, you know?
2: <laughs> You're taking up oh. more than just your allotted space yeah. at that point. Yes, <laughs> and the You're worst part the is, whole is cafe.
0: <laughs> when it's a poor, like middle-aged or older guy sitting there at his laptop, having headphones on, but they're not plugged in. Oh no, I've done that. He doesn't know. <laughs> That's happened to me once. When I was like, "Hey, sir," and he didn't acknowledge me because he like was he didn't think I was talking to me had his headphones on. <laughs> and I tap him on the shoulder, and he looks, and he takes his headphones off, and then kind of turns his head like back and forth. He's like, oh, how am I still hearing this thing? But I have my headphones off. And then he looks and he goes, oh. And then he turns it down and then he looks at me and goes, oh, sorry, what? And I go, oh, I was just going to tell you that I don't think your headphones are plugged in. And he like got bright red. He thought he had like accidentally unplugged them when turning around or something. He goes, how long has it been like that? And I was like, probably for 15 minutes. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, dude, it's okay. I felt bad for the guy because he totally was like, happy smiling just like watching his little videos thinking it's going through his headphones
1: that's so, for the that's rest so of the tough. day he's gonna
2: regret his decisions
0: <laughs> poor guy that's, that's something i'll think like, about
1: for the next five years
0: <laughs> why is this guy blaring his computer in the cafe what is going
2: on poor guy he had no, I-
0: he had no idea
2: well Gosh. guys we want to keep y'all updated on stuff that's happening in the coffee world Oh, here it is. You may not know about. So we're moving into our next segment, which is News and Brews. That's right. It's recurring. It's coming back. And it is here to stay. (laughs) And now it's got a theme song that's playing right (laughs) now. (laughs) And, of course, we have to add on to what we talked about last episode in News and Brews. And that is Fellow's announcement of their new product. And, yes, we were right. It is a French press. Sad face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We were only... We were only kind of right. At, least I was, right. at least I was only kind of right. We were hopeful. Were, we were hopeful. We thought they were going to be a little innovative and, like, yeah. you know, come up with some new straining method or, like, a paper filter insert or, you know, something cool. But it Yo. turns out to just be kind of a, a typical nice-looking Fellow-designed French press.
0: Like, this is just me, guys. I don't know what Fellow—I love Fellow. I just want to start this. I love Fellow. I think Could you
1: sponsor cool. us, Fellow?
0: I don't oh. know. Yes, police sponsors fellow. <laughs> I don't know what fellow y'all've been hanging out with for the past like five years. But like fellow doesn't do like extremely innovative stuff all the time. To me, they just make things look cooler. I might be an unpopular opinion. Like Not all the time, that's for sure. Their thermoses yeah. are the coolest thing ever. Like, period. You can't you can't tell me there's a cooler thermos. But like when somebody's like, Oh, I want to get a fellow kettle, and I'm like, You mean just a gooseneck kettle? They just made it look sexier. That's all they did. Yeah. It's like, you know, but I will say this. If I were to buy a French press, don't even act like I'm going to be buying some regular, dumb, clear glass, normal French press anymore. I'm straight up getting that sleek, rounded edge, looking spicy, comes with a small wound spoon, mm-hmm. fellow French press.
1: Wait. And if you're, you're going to ask get a me skin?
0: why, you're, no, it comes with. It comes with oh, a paddle. I'm sorry. Cool. It's not a spoon. I'm a paddle Yours. guy. Paddle. Paddle I'm canoeing in my coffee. But guys, look, that's what I'm going to do because the truth is, is you're going to ask me, like, well, Tradex, like, what's the deal? Like, what's better about that French press than the other? Absolutely nothing other than the way it looks. And I'm yep. willing to pay the convenience fee for it. Thank you, fellow. Yet again. Yep. I will say, though. the coffee industry look better. <laughs>
1: I will say, though, the the one thing where I have seen fellow kind of innovate a little bit, like just a tiny bit, was with the new grinder that they came out with. Like, say what you want. You're right. Say what you want about it. But like, I haven't seen a grinder that looks that good with and has like a nice burr set grinder that's in that small of a package. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The niche is kind of up there, but like the fellow looks so much better and it's so much smaller. So, like, that's kind of their definitely only innovation. So I was hoping yeah, just I for, would... like, a, a little tiny innovation, you know?
0: Yeah, they definitely did some cool, sleek stuff with that. And I will say their auto, like, I tell people there's no reason to get a fellow kettle unless you get the the base that comes with it that heats the kettle. Because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. very innovative, very consistent, very good. And so, to me, like, I tell people, like, if you're just going to get a fellow kettle, just get a gooseneck kettle. Save, save your money for all those people Easy. that are like, well, I'm worried about the price if you're worried about the price. But to me, like their thermoses, super worth it. Their, totally. their electric kettles, super worth it. They're owed, honestly, super cool. Very, uh, not only does it look good, but they kind of thought out the mechanics of owning a home grinder pretty mm-hmm. dang well. If like, you're going to no spend mess, money
1: on a nice grinder, no like that's the one you want to buy.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, I definitely would say. It. I mean, it's a very particular grinder.
2: I yeah. Yeah, enjoy it. Sorry, now we're going to just talk about fellow sponsors. Uh, but if I had the means, if I had the means to like get a whole setup fellow, trust me, I would. Oh, 100%. I would too. But I will, I make fun of it because I can't afford it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I only make
0: fun because I don't have the money.
1: <laughs> oh, well, on to our next little bit of news. Um, there's a company out there called Fringe Coffee. I just learned about them this week um, from Daily Coffee News, which y'all should totally follow on Instagram. Uh, they put out some like weird and interesting news all the time. Um, but fringe coffee they are in california and right now they're working on trying to build uh, some way to do commercial levels of arabica coffee in california and it's in its beginning kind of stages but we may see in the future some level of like commercial quantities of arabica coffee coming from the u.s so what would y'all think about getting some like u.s origin coffee
2: Oh, I think it's really cool, like, that they're experimenting more. I mean, who knows how successful it'll be, but... Uh, yeah, or how it'll I taste, cool. for that matter. Yeah. Yeah, hard sure. hard to
0: say, like, you know, I'd, of course, y'all aren't strangers to this, but elevation is such a factor piece, not, not just talking about, like, oh, it has to be a specific elevation. On the, I'm talking about, like, even the dis- difference between the coffee belt involving Central America all the way to the coffee belt in Africa... Mm-hmm. Like those elevation types might be even similar at some points, but what's happening on that side of the earth at a certain side of the year is just different. And also like, um, I'm not, don't even, nobody even act like that. I am like climate smart. Cause I'm just not smart enough to know enough knowledge about that. But I will say, um, you know, those areas have little to no pollution a lot of times of, of any kind. And in my head, like, even a little bit or even carrying pollution could uh, have a deal with it, too. I'm not saying it's going to be a failure. I'm gl- I'm like, Nick, I'm glad they're getting an experiment. I think that's kind of cool. But I, I don't, me personally, kind of playing, not really devil's advocate, but I'm wondering, like, why we need that. Like, I think yeah. investing in the coffee belt as a system already is actually what the fourth wave is. Um, and I know, gosh, I just said something, literally a hot phrase for people. And I, I've just been talking about it recently that the next wave truly, I think of coffee quote unquote could happen in the next 10 years that will seep the same hands that own the coffee shop are the same hands that own the property in which Mm -hmm. the coffee is coming from too. And so that's able Mm -hmm. to take care of the farm farmers. It's truly coffee for coffee's sake. Um, and I think that would be cool because you're seeing a lot of like young professionals and entrepreneurs. And so I do, I do, I, I do wonder how it'll go, if it's just going to be, like, a try to see if it'll work. Um, But I think I'm not like, I can't wait. I'm just kind of like, this will be interesting to see how it goes down. But I think where coffee origins are already are so cool and interesting. Um, But I'm excited to see what happens. I'm kind of like Nick. I'm interested to just kind of keep up to date on what's happening there for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see what happens. And, like, one thing that was mentioned at the end of the article, too, is, like, maybe it doesn't taste the same as, like, you know, two th- two thousand meters above sea level, uh, like an African coffee or something. But like, if we're doing all of these weird kind of like fermentation and low oxygen experimental processes and stuff, like we can kind of see how much that matters because there there could be such a f- fermentation to it that you know it doesn't matter if it's grown that high. So it'll be very interesting to see how it plays out for sure.
2: I think it'll also be pretty interesting to see like hopefully not but if it's now like going to be like a niche thing that they try to put like a high price point on because of where it's coming from and obviously like wages are different in the US. Yeah, Um mm-hmm. It'll just be unfortunate to see people paying like such a high price point for stuff that's coming from America when like we should kind of been putting money towards yeah normal like producing countries that we get. 100%. Because
0: a lot of like and a lot of people know this like even with Rwanda uh, like a lot of their income of the country comes from coffee sales and i think that the uh, the wokest of coffee peeps will totally realize that and stand up for that of course we already can, i can already see that happening more than you think that's why i think i'm more excited to see kind of what you're saying parker i'm just excited to see like what's going to go on with it i'd love to see what people are going to do with it um i don't think i'm necessarily going to be like all for it all in for it put my money towards it and like say like oh this is great let's see what other people do with it i'm just gonna be like oh this is gonna be cool to see how it works and what's possible um but yeah i think that's kind of my thought um, totally speak speaking of coffee belt guys and like this side of the earth summertime Summer- summertime in our hemisphere come on here it is well s- southern hemisphere represent <laughs> um Guys, it's it's upon us. The humidity in this area, the dry heat in other areas, it's coming. And with that summer season comes some tasty, interesting summer seasonals, guys. And so here's, here's the deal. Everybody knows this in the coffee industry. Say goodbye to practicing your latte art. It's summertime. Yeah. It's ice drink time. You're not practicing your latte art. You're not doing any of that, right? You're doing ice drinks. But some coffee shops really try to think outside the box for the summer because they know a lot the art going to co- probably go out the window, uh, which is kind of nice because the busier they get over the summer, uh, for some shops, that means, like, it's kind of nice to just have a lineup of ice drinks rather than a crap ton of steaming drinks um, to pour. So is there anything, like, we're looking at a horizon of some summer seasonals, you know. We're coming out of, you know... Kind of a crazy last year where people are kind of getting a little more comfortable and I'm a little more used to going back to shops a little bit more and indoor seating's opening back up. So, like, we're back. It's summertime. Are there any uh summer seasonals that are on y'all's radar that you are thinking about or excited about?
2: Um, anything like that? Things, like, innovative stuff that, like, I'm really keen to try or, like, at least try to make on my own because I'm not about traveling right now. But uh mm-hmm. I saw there's a shop near me. Um, I say near me, an hour away. In Canada, an hour away is pretty close to you. (laughs) Um, Monogram is doing these things this summer called Dark and Stormies, which is kind of like a, instead of like an espresso tonic, it's ginger beer with spro on top. With lime. And I'm like, is it like a Moscow mule type thing? Like, what's going on? I'm excited for it. I'm keen. I'm excited.
1: Sounds super good.
2: Yeah, Mark, I think what one, about you?
1: Anything one, one that I've heard of is um I think I mentioned this drink a while back, but our shop did like a a honey cardamom um almond extract latte for the fall. Mm-hmm. But I heard about in New York there's a uh, a tonic that a shop is trying where it's like tonic water espresso, um honey and cardamom, but without the almond extract and that sounds super good to me um especially Whoa. if it was anything like the latte that we cranked out in the fall uh, like a summer version of that would be so good
2: oh, heck man. yeah cardamom it's such a mm. weird
1: pairing of flavors but it, yeah, it totally works I don't want to try that I
0: love cardamom I love me too. cardamom um for me the coolest drink that I have seen and also had the chance to try is in its experimental phase um was basically it's uh, called, call oh, well, you know they got it off of the song Every Rose Has Its Thorn but it's um mm-hmm. uh, I think they decided on calling it like rose thorns or something like that or thorny rose or something weird. Um, But basically, it is cold brew that uh, is not – has not – is just concentrate. Um, And then what they do is they add rose water uh, to lighten up the load a little bit. So they add about 30% on the dilution. Use rose water. And then they use the same bitters you would use in, like, a uh, old-fashioned. Cool. And so it's cool. got this touch of sweetness, like, pound. And then they serve it with, like, a little uh, – I don't know. I forget if it was an orange peel or grapefru- grapefruit peel. It's one of the orange fruits. Uh, but they do one of those, like, little twisty-turny things on it. And they serve it mm-hmm. like that. And, guys, like, I tried it in an experimental phase. And uh, I thought it was pretty good. They said they wanted to kind of lighten up the rose water because they're trying to do the concentrate and then the rose water dilutes it and it's a light ro- rose water. it's not super up in your face intense and then the the bitters of it actually and you know even though they're called bitters, they kind of sweeten it up a little bit in a cool way.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: and so yeah, they took like the cold fashion idea and put a little rose to it and it really does feel very refreshing, very delicious, and caffeinated
2: so.
1: That sounds super. Oh,
2: your guys are like yeah. way more like complex and fancy than mine. Like those are like coffee cocktails for the summer. Right. I like it. Well, that's a lot of people like
0: kind of had like, fallen into, especially in like more urban places.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
0: a lot of people kind of fall into that. Only because like you have to think in the summer you can't do latte art, so that means you lose part of the eye factor of your drink. I mean, the first thing True. to taste anything mm-hmm. is your eyes. So you have to find something that throws the eyes for a whirl. Hence why What's the Tea was literally yep. a bestseller because it had a separation between the yellow, the clear, and the red. And so it looked freaking cool. Yeah. Um, until you mix it together and it turned gray.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, hot but, uh, tip, if you ever want to like, if you're ever like needing some ideas for some seasonal drinks, Googling like summertime cocktails or uh, yeah, that'll help picking a up a book or something like that. Yeah, it's super helpful.
0: Coffee and the a lot of cocktail style things are like really go hand in hand. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's summer drinks, guys. It's yeah. summertime. It's
1: oh, almost yeah. here. summertime. I'm excited well, just
2: to th- play around with my ice pour over recipes, Japanese Ooh. iced coffee, you Ooh, know, nice. all the new trendy recipes coming out. I've seen I mean, them everywhere.
1: I love a Japanese style.
2: Yeah, I've been, I've been trying, but I've definitely figured out that it is so dependent on the shape of ice you're using.
1: That makes a lot of sense, yes. actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. well, guys, what about um just even this past week? what kind of coffees have you been sipping on? Mm-hmm. I know for me, I've been sipping on this like darker roast, Colombian low oxygen coffee that I got from cute coffee, and it's like a little bit darker, and it's honestly kind of changing my mind about dark roast just a little bit because it's like very smooth. And the fruit flavors are like really coming out. And it's got me kind of excited for kind of like the potential of dark coffee, particularly like um if a if a bean needs to be roasted a little bit darker, then like that's what it needs to have its flavors come forward. And so I don't know. I was I was really digging it.
2: I, I like not being anti dark roast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm a dark roast fan, like especially yeah. if it's done
0: like with love and care, and you can tell. I'm I'll dig a dark roast. Yeah, yeah it's got to have
1: fan. a purpose behind it, as a light yeah. roast ha- has to as well,
2: for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been cupping my leaderboard coffees, you know, tasting all the different types. I've been <laughs> having some trouble identifying some of them, but. You know, I was going to say which number, but for any listeners that might be also playing leaderboard, I won't. Give away my answers. Top secret. One of them was so distinct. Looked totally different, of course, to the other ones. And my suspicions are, is an SL-28. And heck, it is so good. I don't think I've had a coffee so juicy and delicious. Mm. Um, Mm. And probably the smallest beans i've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> um yeah it's pretty dang good <laughs> it's fun tasting coffees and having no idea what they are because you don't have like those preconceived like ideas of like what you're looking for and like looking to taste you're just enjoying it for what it is yeah yeah i'm having fun
1: that's so cool you'll have to do a like a wrap up with us once you like finish it and get your results and tell us what yes, you were surprised uh, by and stuff i'm
2: submitting sure. my uh submitting my answers on may 31st so Sweet. i only got a couple weeks left that's All exciting
0: right. uh you guys always have uh really interesting things that you're drinking every week and so uh mine might not be as intricate and interesting but man is it full of knowledge and a lot of people listening to this podcast are going to gain a lot of wisdom from the coffee that I got to drink this last week. So last Wednesday morning, I woke up getting ready to stream some video games to fill my mug that says ye to the haw. And I realized I didn't have any coffee for my uh, pour over. So I was a little bummed. But I was looking around at my roommates to see if they had any coffee and I'd pay them back later. And I came across... A K-cup. And I was like, you Lonely know what? Lonely K-cup. No. That, it, was, it was, yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to go. And I've had this, I've had this K-cup before. And it's, it steered me right in the past. And I just, I haven't had it since I really got into coffee. And so I threw the K-cup in, closed the lid, which is the most satisfying thing you can do. I'll say it. That's kind of true. Nobody else does. Hit the button. Boom. Starts pouring the water through. Start screaming at you. And that (laughs) don't... Dementor (laughs) level screaming. (laughs) And guys, I'll say it right now. Hear ye, hear ye, for all the listeners. Donut Shop K-Cups are the only K-Cups worth putting in your mouth. Because they are actually totally fine. They are good. Honestly, (laughs) kind of a classic diner touch. Not too dark. Donut Shop K-Cups... I will see you again in the future. I don't know what origin you are. I don't know where you come from. You're like a mystery to me. But I'm just going to say that. That's what I'm drinking is Donut Shop K-Cup.
1: <laughs> I, I can vibe with that. I, I feel like Donut Shop. Donut on. Shop was my coach thing.
0: Donut Shop solid. Honestly, yeah. Like, don't guys, don't sleep on the donut. Don't tell your friends you did it. Don't be like me and say it on a coffee podcast on a you know like a specialty coffee podcast of all things but get out there but it also don't
2: shame t- people's drinking habits you know exactly. I get it
0: exactly this is a safe drink zone. what you want this is a, yes but man donut shop k cup give it give it a go give there it go. a try
1: well guys it's time once again to revisit one of our favorite segments at least my favorite segment <laughs> uh, where we review some reviews and read out some one-star reviews that I've found, just perusing the internet, looking for uh, <laughs> funny things online.
0: And your in what... your pastime?
1: Exactly. One of the things I love to do in my pastime is go look at, particularly like the local shops, and just read the bad reviews because I always know that there's some like hidden gems in there that are just so funny. So we've compiled a list for you, and we're gonna read some of them out. Um, so let's get right into it. Um, the first one that we're going to read is, um, I thought this was kind of funny. This was reviewed by someone named The Edible Shoe. Um, and they said, Good coffee, but no stickers. Sad. One star.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which is oh, gosh. so tough, because they, they, they acknowledged that the coffee was good. And so obviously they're getting one star just based off having no stickers
0: that is so sad (laughs) i will say this i don't i'm gonna say it if a sticker is more than a dollar ever don't sell stickers just don't just help yourself by not being shamed by every person that walks in the door because if you're selling a sticker for two bucks like i'm not gonna i'm probably not even gonna stick it on anything if i had it Mm -hmm. so look i'm never gonna make fun of a shop for not having stickers. That's okay.
1: Yeah. If you
0: Edible shoe.
1: If you can't break even on $1 stickers too, like it's not that big a deal. It's a supplementary thing, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: So lots of shops even just give them out for free. Exactly. Totally.
0: Maybe in Canada. Y'all give yeah. out stickers like y'all give out health care.
2: <laughs> for everyone. Stickers. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Great coffee shop. No health care. One star. Uh.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. Well, this next one um it says i asked for the flavor of their drip coffee and was told it is like chocolate there were no chocolate flavors in it at all it was more tart and citrusy flavor i asked because i hate coffee with that flavor disappointed and upset one star
0: wait a second run it back they ask <laughs> oh,
2: gosh.
0: it's like you know, flavor
2: it's... Flavors are subjective,
0: people. Yeah, totally.
2: Maybe you just haven't had that type of chocolate. <laughs> and it's grimy. funny that
0: this person... I hate citrusy tart coffees. <laughs> one star. It's just kind of like... What? 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 It's just yeah. funny that they were just like... It actually happened to be the one thing that I hated in the whole universe. Like One uh, thing I despise. Right. When people say they prefer... Like, when they're nerdy enough to be like, oh, I just want a drip coffee, that's all I want, right? So you're not going in being picky automatically. You want just, like, you want caffeine and you want it in some sort of format that's quick. They say it's got more of a chocolate note, whatever. And you think, oh, cool, that's not, like, fruity, I'll take it. So you get it, you drink it. If it happens to be fruity, and in your head you're like, what? In the name of God. (laughs) <laughs> like, if people are that picky, I'm not even that picky. I'm like, hey, I don't care if it wasn't chocolatey. I'm still going to drink it. It kind of still tastes fine to me. It's just funny, like, going all that way to be, like, one star. I mean, come on, give it a two star. Yeah. It Was it at least tasty coffee? No. Yeah,
1: and they're talking to you about flavor notes and stuff, and, like, it, you know, it's all subjective, and, like, that's flavor. just... Flavor. It's not fair to, to give them a one star based on just
2: that. I just wonder also if, flavor. like... Oh, true. I like Like, I wonder, these people, like, did you drink it on your way out? Did you wait a while to drink it? Because if you immediately tasted it and it wasn't what you wanted, did you take the time to go talk to the barista or were you just straight to the review section on Google? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Because it tasted like the one thing you hate about coffee, which (laughs) happens to be a fine-tasting profile for any coffee.
2: That a lot of people actually enjoy and favor. (laughs) Yeah. Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, this next one. Uh, she said, "Beware! I'm fairly certain they skimmed my credit card. I gave them a card I rarely use. Last charge was 16 days prior, and I haven't used since. And two days later, I saw a dozen fraudulent charges that were on my card for several hundred dollars. The chai tea was pretty good, though. One star.
2: People are you also me? complimenting the drink on top <laughs> of things that are like so irrelevant. So
0: they're un they are uno- they have no proof." That that is actually what happened. None. Like, they have nothing. Could have been literally anything else. Like, people's identities get stolen, especially cards, all the time.
2: Bold accusations.
0: And they go straight from a bold (laughs) accusation that's not proven a part of their review. Then they say that the coffee, the chai tea was pretty good, though. And then leave a one star. It's like, how do you even respond to that as a company? Like, you're like, uh...
1: Yeah, right. I don't even know what I would say if I like was the manager reading this page, you know?
0: I don't like, I have no idea. Like instead proof? of Question writing book? a re- <laughs> instead kind of like writing a review for this,
1: happened? I would rather them call and be like, "Hey, can I speak to your manager?" Like that's one of the few times that I'd like for a customer to call and be like, exactly. "I think there might have been something fishy going on," cuz then right. the manager can, you know, figure it out.
0: I guess that's how I would respond. I'd just be like, please, like, hey, if something happened, like, please contact us. Yeah. Like, we want to help. Because at least if somebody sees the review, they'll see you reaching out and caring, too. You know.
1: Yeah. Or at least, like, if you don't want to help that person in particular, like, at least make sure your staff's not stealing and stuff, you know? Right. Okay. This next one, probably one of my favorites that I've found in a long time. (laughs) It says, why does my chicken taste spoiled? And when I called, it was like, oh well, I will never come back. There and we'll never spend it and will never send anyone there. Sorry, the the language is all over the place because they've written it kind of weird. Um, watch out people in these times, they are selling food, no good, meat, because their sales are down. Please be safe. Better hope I don't get sick, uh, for the little I did eat. Meat tasted spoiled. And the response is just gold because the owner or manager said hey mickey i'm sorry to hear that happen to you but we don't sell meat also we were closed so i think you've got the wrong spot
0: are you kidding
1: so good and they hadn't deleted it It was from like last year when covid began
2: no leave it up for the humor it's so good why not it doesn't taint nuts. the image of the shop at all it's hilarious it's just funny it's like we don't sell meat <laughs> we weren't yeah. open that day where did you get that what did we sell you that resembled meat
0: <laughs> we sell God.
1: coffee also we weren't selling coffee when you came
0: <laughs> yeah i must have got the wrong place that's so weird
1: that was oh, so no. good
0: that's the best response we don't sell meat
1: yeah because like what do you do at that point point? and like google doesn't let you delete reviews or anything right.
2: so, so you're just that's like, so tough for them it. i love when shops also come back with like witty or like funny sassy comments back oh, even yeah. if it's like a horrible oh, review yeah. they just come back with good responses and then you're like good on them like it's not always like please everyone that comes through the door like put them in Honestly. their place
1: <laughs> yep i've seen know. an owner respond to someone and say why don't you go try taco bell instead oh, i love it <laughs> so good yep okay this next one it says not open for business one star <laughs> and the <Gosh.
2: laughs> what? really really hit him low
1: (laughs) which i think this was in like march or april of last year so like come on you know and the response from the manager was like hello um you know since the pandemic has begun we've been offering curbside and shipping services only um and until this week like google didn't allow us to change our business page um can we ship you some coffee and so, like, they're trying so hard to, like, right. make it right by this person. But it's been over a year, and they still have that one-star review up.
0: Sucks. That's oh, so just crappy. Like, if a business isn't open,
2: don't leave a review. Like, just don't. Like, what is there to review at that point? Like, you're not reviewing nothing. service or okay. product. Like, <laughs> there's nothing. So sad.
1: And also, it was at the beginning of COVID. So, like, you obviously know why they're closed.
0: Yeah. Honestly. That's the worst.
1: Okay. Let's close it out with this last one. This one's actually a nice little Canadian review. Um, Nick was kind enough to offer this one up. So, it says, I asked for cream, and the little hipster working behind there basically said no. Most pretentious place I've ever been to.
2: (laughs) I love this. (laughs)
1: Is so good.
2: I love how they uh, degrade the barista, too. Little exactly. hipster. Little, little hipster. Why?
1: And also, they basically said no, but they didn't say no. Yeah, you're like,
2: basically said no. It's like, wait, what? This Okay, I'll tell all the listeners. This was my shop, and I can just imagine they ordered, like, some really light roast, like, probably, like, a Colombian natural on pour over, and then they probably asked for cream after, and, like, we... We will tell people like we really don't suggest it, but obviously if you really want it and you want possibly curdled milk, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. But of course, people don't listen or understand that. Right. Yeah, it's tough. It's, yeah. it's tough for them. It's so bring hard your own to do cream
1: with you then.
0: Yeah. You we, can do we, it we, like we as see.
1: kind as you can, but like sometimes people just will not hear you out, you know?
0: I'll I'll always ask. I like I'll always be like like, you know, i always trust them. And then when they put a little in there, I'll be like, oh, okay. Or because I like it when they have to ask for cream for their pour over. I kind of yeah. like that because they're like, oh, can I have a little cream with this? It's like, yeah, sure. It's like, oh, just so you know, next time you come in. Um, something that might actually, like, like this coffee is great, but we kind of brew it with the intention to not have cream in it. But if you want to, like, even spend less money and add a little cream and it actually, like, really tastes good with that cream, um, you can totally get our drip next time. It's going to save you a little money, all that stuff. And one person was just kind of like, uh, oh, I like my coffee like like this, like pour over and cream. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm just letting you know. It's like, yeah, I mean, like, I get pour overs to put cream in them. Like, I think they, they taste better if it's a pour over. I was like, huh. Okay. Yeah,
2: some people and just thought, like, they spend like the extra money.
0: <laughs> I was like, I mean, sure. I mean, I guess you're right. If you want to pay us more money for you to add cream to not have a great experience, I guess I'm not going to stop you. But it's
2: is—it's a delicate act of trying to explain to people in a non-condescending way why it might be best. (laughs) Yes. Well, after reading some one-star reviews, I think we should review our reviewers. Oh, okay. All right. After after chatting these bad one-star reviews, why don't we talk about some good ones? Like, okay. when we got after just our last episode, someone left us a kind, kind review. And also, once again, if you haven't already, take five seconds to leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Except for Spotify, because I don't think you can leave reviews on Spotify. Yeah, but or go on, go <laughs> on your Apple podcast app and leave us a review, even if you don't listen on there. But yes, we got a review from Jonah. What's up, Jonah? Shout
1: out, Jonah.
2: Titled, inject it in my veins, please. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. First line, big fan. We're a big fan fan of you too, Jonah. Big fan,
0: (laughs) Jonah. We are big fans.
2: (laughs) He says these people make it feel like you're hanging out with friends talking about coffee. Their episode on interviewing at coffee shops inspired me to take the step from being a dirty chain barista to join. (laughs) Dirty chain barista I guess. a, shower, a Jonah. local specialty shop. We've all been there. <laughs> uh, the episode of Casey inspired me to start thinking about starting my own thing. Something I've, been, I've never given time to before. Thanks, guys. Thank you, you have... Jonah. Thank you, Jonah, Jonah. Big fan.
0: And you know what? You're never going to be a dirty chain barista ever again. Yeah. To us, you're a diamond. Diamond in the sky.
2: <laughs> You've moved on up. We're proud of you. proud proud i'm gonna use
0: that dirty chain barista (laughs) like because it sounds like you make coffee like in the crappy part of town in the
2: streets like dirty chain barista (laughs) i can just imagine but also like a chain of like vanilla lattes being made you're just a a slave (laughs) to the the dirty chain
1: (laughs) iced vanilla lattes at that
2: oh yes Uh, now that it's summer of course um,
1: it's like the uh, John LaMillaney joke where he's like, I'm going to get an ice vanilla latte do you want an ice vanilla latte? we should all get iced vanilla
0: lattes
2: <laughs> <laughs> so true everyone hop on the train but anyways as always, we want to thank all of y'all for listening pins are up on the Instagram get click on our link free get a pin, check them out check it's, we've sorted it out so it's cheap shipping anywhere in the states maybe canada soon hopefully but yeah keep on sipping the drip this has been the socialist priest podcast